0: So today we're going to talk about loneliness and being lonely lonely, Lonely and what to do about that apparently. So the article is called How to Relieve Loneliness When No One's Around by the Psychology Today website. And as always, the link is going to be down in the description. It's also going to be in the show notes if you are on the podcast. Um, I do have to say that I've been lonely as well, especially in those fucking COVID times. And, um, you know, I felt really alone. I felt really not great just because I was alone, just because I wasn't around people and so on and so on and so on, especially when it comes to weekends, you know, because during the week I am having a job, I am dealing with people and I'm basically surrounded by people all the fucking time. Um, If it is something good or something bad is now debatable since um, I'm having to do with a lot of elderly people, which means that. Um, if I am COVID positive, which, um, you know, is, is, is not that unlikely, then the chance of me infecting quite a lot of people is so dangerously high that it is insane, but we don't get tested. This is the funny thing, you know, I'm working for the fucking Red Cross, but we don't get tested. Yeah, it is what it is. But anyway, um, let's see. Yeah, let's just see. Um, maybe afterwards I'm going to talk about some things that I maybe did and thought about so that I don't feel that lonely and, and bad about things. But anyway, by Marisa Franco, PhD, Platonic Love, Loneliness. There's actually a, a category or, or topic thingy thing on the Psychology Today website. Anyway, you can alleviate your loneliness even when you're alone. With COVID rates surging, many of us are opting to ditch our travel plans and spend the holiday alone, but that doesn't mean the holidays have to be lonely. Science reveals that there are ways to feel more connected even when no one's around, and so here's how. Engage in a hobby. Research finds that a distinguishing characteristic of people who are alone but not lonely is that they feel in control. It's not that they are without friends, it is that they choose to be alone. Other research finds that people who spend time alone of their own what, volition experience less loneliness and higher well-being. These studies suggest that when we can relate to our time alone as an offering, then it's less likely to sting like loneliness. Yeah. We can do so by engaging in a hobby, cooking, crafts, house projects. These are activities that will transform our alone time into something that feels meaningful and fulfilling. And I do have to say, yeah, I've experienced that as well. And I've seen that as well. If I kind of choose, if if I'm spending my time meaningfully, meaningfully especially, and then there's something that fulfills me, something that I like to do, then I don't really think that much about being alone and just, you know, the lockdown is going on and all of this fucking shit. And, um, yeah, I think it's incredibly important. And this is also one of the reasons why I'm actually pretty grateful for the podcast, because it at least gave me and still gives me like a few hours a day that, um, or in which I'm not really thinking about anything. I'm thinking about what I'm doing and I'm very, very present and, um, Yeah, and it gives me a lot of time to also kind of reorganize my head, reorganize my mind, and um, also possibly be able to impact somebody. Yeah. The second thing is avoid watching TV and scrolling social media. In the book Bowling Alone, author Robert D. Putnam examines various various factors that explain why our social commute... what. Why our social engagement has been shrinking over the last few decades. Is it our longer commute times, residential mobility, increased gender par- parity in the working world? According to his extensive research, none of these explain decreased social engagements as much as the creation of the TV. If TV steals time, and also seems to encourage lethargy and passivity. Putnam, or Putnam, I don't know, argues a phenomenon a phenomenon my friends and I call the plop effect. Plop down on your couch and you will never get off, no matter how loosey it starts to feel. His book came out before the rise of social media, but it's likely that scrolling on social media has the same effects, given studies that link a sedentary lifestyle to increased loneliness. So while technology is the lowest hanging fruit when it comes to distracting us from our loneliness, it will also make us more lonely in the long run. I would say this so as well, even though I just definitely hate demonizing social media and so i just had some error um with the recording with things i don't know i not having enough space actually but now it's working i've created enough space um i should actually check that before i'm starting to record since it's it's kind of the ultimate bad thing that that can actually happen um but yeah it is what it is what i wanted to say is and or started to say is that I don't like demonizing social media nor technology, since it gave us so much and so many possibilities and opportunities. And um, I don't know, blaming it for it making us lonely and stuff like that is... It is actually a very strange thing to do, since we are in control anyway, you know? It's, it's not like they are making us doing something, you know? It's like, of course, there is some sort of... Well, some sort of... there is. Um, ah, what is it called? You know, being... Fuck, I don't know the word. And if you can't live without it, you know, if it is so existential and so essential for your life uh, that you can't get rid of it, that you're actually very, very in need of it quite, you know? As you can also be in need of alcohol and drugs in general and whatnot. But, um, but I don't know, like we just still choose to to be on social media and and so on so we could just not do it you know we could just not uh, engage in it we could just not yeah you know it's it's like yeah mm, fine anyway um get outside and meet fucking people this is my advice especially after fucking covid do that you know Especially when you're, like, um, not having that many friends, if you feel like that you're lonely in general, then I think it definitely makes sense to just, you know, go into a bar and and meet new fucking people. Doing something, being something, um, you know, being on holiday, for example, alone, like in in some country, in some place you haven't been at. And then just, I don't know, trying to meet people and or going to some... um, I don't know. Joining some group, joining some club, joining some whatever, um, you know. Joining people that are passionate about the same things that you are passionate about. I don't know. Look for the beauty in everyday things. In one intervention, people were told to go on a, to go on an. Oh, or all walk. 50 minutes a day during which they spend their time noticing everyday beauty, like the vibrant colors of the fall leaves or the breeze against their face. At the end of the intervention, this group felt more socially connected than a control group of walkers. Other research finds links between gratitude and loneliness, suggesting that if we look for things to be thankful for or release, the beauties of life will feel more connected even when we are alone And the fourth and last one is practice loving-kindness meditation. Loving-kindness meditation involves us meditating on the love we have for those around us and has been found to increase feelings of social connection even when only done for a few minutes. My favorite loving-kindness video is here. This research research reveals that loneliness isn't just determined by whether we are in in another's presence, but also by the internal feelings of connectedness, we cultivate even when alone. Note, this article is cross-posted on my friendship blog. Okay, amazing. Um, I do actually have to say, the last point pretty much struck me, since it is just something that I've experienced. And it is something that I found and, and thought like, this is very interesting. If I think about um, hoping for other people being okay and then being healthy and negative in terms of covid and also their families and their friends and and just all of these things i feel really good about myself i feel really tremendously good about myself and there is not a lot of Loneliness that I'm thinking about. There's not a actually in general. There's not a lot of negative shit that I'm thinking about. Then if I think about what I what I can also give to people. Like what can I do? And today, actually, you know, I sat in the in the uh, is it called ambulance car? I don't know. But I sat there and I thought, well, I'm actually very very looking forward to recording today because I feel like this energy inside of me. I feel like this energy inside of me to put out something that's hopefully helping somebody and is hopefully doing something to somebody because it is actually something that I like so much it is to be to really be honest it is one of the just in in retrospect that is one of the best things that I had uh, in my relationship just being able to to care for somebody I like caring for other people and I just really like caring for people that I absolutely love and, I don't know, thinking about protecting them, thinking about just doing a, a favor for them and all of these things. Like, I feel really fucking amazing about that then. <laughs> as strange as it might sound, but but it really is the case. It really is the case. Thinking about other people and what you can do for them and maybe then just, you know, also doing it really makes me feel good. And I don't necessarily believe that it is only the case for me. Um... So yeah, maybe just try it out. Maybe try it out and see what what you can do with that. I think it is an actually a, a pretty amazing article um, on loneliness, and you know maybe it's just also showing me that I don't necessarily have to read that many things. I don't necessarily have to search for articles to present to you, but but maybe some things that I'm experiencing. And being able to put these things into words and then showing them to to other people might also help. I don't know. Of course, I'm just somebody. I'm just somebody that is recording something. And um, yeah, therefore, are people going to listen to me? Not really, probably. Um, Are they going to listen to an article that is published on an official page that is featured in various other magazines and whatnot and is even a magazine? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Anyway, I think that I've also seen on Reddit something pretty much interesting. People will utter certain words for the sole purpose of hurting you, which I, by the way, am not that of a believer in, since I just don't believe in the negative part of people in general. I believe in people being good. Of course, there are bad people, you know? This is just non-negotiable. It is what it is. But uh, when I'm meeting people, when I'm just interacting with people, I never ever quite think of something negative they might be just doing to me at this point in time, you know, that they are manipulating me, that they are just using me for whatever. I don't think about that shit. I just don't think about it. And I kind of feel like that, which which, by the way is something that I've learned yesterday, which is very interesting. Yesterday I'm listening to Dan Harris' podcast with Tim Ferriss on The Tim Ferriss Show Um, talking about meditation and uh, what meditation really is, because I have been meditating for, I think, two to three years now. And in retrospect, and thinking about it, and and yesterday it actually kind of um, showed me that it probably is one of the best things that I've started besides the podcast. Um, Since meditation can give you the ability to to have a look at your feelings and thoughts and whatnot in a third perspective or from a distance. And I really believe that it is something that really changed me in terms of, okay, there's a lot of shit happening, but there is not that much shit outside shit that can really fuck with me. There is not that much. No, of course, there are certain things that are having something to do with uh, things that are internally inside of myself that i'm not happy with and i have also realized today i should work on and i have to work on um but it's pretty interesting like and they also were talking about the fact that um meditating is focusing on something and then noticing if you don't focus on it anymore and this is quite as they said a, a rap. you know if you notice okay I'm not concentrating on my breath anymore. I'm getting back to it. This is one rep. And if you're just feeling it again, two reps. If you're feeling it again, three reps. And so on and so on and so on. And um, yeah, I think meditating really, really helped me. What it is mindfulness meditation, you know, by focusing on your body, on your breath, on whatever it might be. And noticing, noticing, and this is the point, noticing thoughts and feelings uh, arising and having a look at them like which is also pretty interesting when I'm angry or when I just really don't feel like meditating I still meditate most often and it is not that of an amazing thing it really is it, it can sometimes be quite exhausting but um, well not in the sense of okay physically but it's like pretty mentally straining to then try to get into the space of not thinking about that. But focusing on something different. And um, this is kind of the trick. Like you're focusing on something else. And viewing your feelings and thoughts in the third perspective. Or just from a distance. Yeah. So so I don't know. I think in retrospect it really helped me. I can't really tell you how much. It's just some, some thoughts and some... Maybe you're just wishing for it. Maybe you're just wishing for it to be one of these things that I I should be happy about starting. Um, But I don't know. Try it out. Try it out. And well, you know, I think it is very difficult to say whether it is useful or not, since we get used to things so easily and so quickly. Like if you're starting something and then you get used to it, you are not going to be able to notice the difference to what it was like before. You you then, and this is the problem, and I'm not going to do that, I would actually have to stop meditating for quite some time to then notice the the difference. And I don't really want to do that because I'm feared of losing this, um, this habit quite. But yeah, anyway, um, there was something that I thought is pretty cool. I think it was this one. Nobody knows the answer to everything, but with a good ethic, you can know the answer to a lot of things work ethic I guess. One of the best, and this is by Clint Smith, the third I assume, one of the best things a a teacher ever did for me was say, I don't know the answer to that but I'll do some research. It modeled a more honest intellectual discourse. You don't have to pretend like you know everything and you don't always need to have or share an immediate opinion. Which is something that I'm quite often struggling with, like if somebody's asking me something and I, I don't know, and I, and I can't give an answer immediately and like, I don't know, like I, I would have to think about that. Hmm. Something that, that happens to me from time to time and it's not that amusing kind of, but yeah, I think that I'm going to end the episode there, Um, combined with the other bit that I've been recording, it should be enough and all quite good. Uh, I hope that I've been able to um, share some things and then some some things of value that you were able to benefit from. And yeah, um, so I'm going to see you the next time. I wish you the best health, health, happiness and also success and also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy and basically means just being a nice person and then being remembered as a nice person, which is a pretty fucking cool thing. Uh, yeah. Three other questions that I'm having you are why are you here? What are you trying to change? And what is bothering you the most? These three questions hopefully gonna show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea, which is a pretty fucking cool thing. One other thought and idea that I'm having you is what could you essentially say to another person that is indeed gonna change their life? Because I totally believe that we all can say something and we all can communicate something that is indeed gonna do that. And yeah, um. I'll see you hopefully soon, and please take care of yourself, family members, and all of your loved ones, as well as friends, um, and yourself, of course, so yeah, bye-bye, I, I don't know, tell me if I've been able to share something that uh, was of value to you, and I'm yeah looking forward to seeing you the next time, so bye-bye.